Hello and welcome to Make It Happen episode number 18. My name is Ali Meehan and today's Make It Happen interview is with Angel. Angel Christina is a life and business coach and she's an online visibility rock star. She's public speaker at Wondrous Online Women and there's a little bit of pink thrown in there too. Hi Angel! Hi, thank you so much, Ali, for this interview. I'm really, really excited. <laughs> You're very welcome. And we have actually met in person, haven't we? So if you maybe yeah. like, like to tell the audience when and how we met. Oh my goodness. So that was such um, alignment of the stars, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I just moved here and I met you on the second day. I had literally not even figured out the buses or the train system, nothing. And on the second day, I made this beautiful, gorgeous top woman of Costa women. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, it's her. So <laughs> I met the star. I went right to the stars. <laughs> so thank you. You're very welcome. And we were very fortunate because we both had our photographs taken. Mm -hmm. we did a photo shoot together quite recently and your lovely husband did a video of the whole process so exactly it should be released soon i'm really really excited because you look amazing you already do but you know when when you're kind of you know enhanced and pampered and yeah it was a really lovely experience i have to say so yeah, having had that experience with you is just like binded us closely quickly if I can say that uh, even though we didn't know each other at all we spent yeah. two days practically together yeah so yeah. that was really nice to start our relationship I can Absolutely. say our yeah <laughs> so Angel tell me where are you from and how you've ended up living in Malaga oh yes so I am from the very tiny island of Malta or Malta however you want to say that and for those who don't know where that is, that is a tiny island under Italy, under Sicily, right there, like a little crumb on the map. That tiny island of Malta is where I come from. I've been actually living four years in Ireland before moving here. And now for the past now five weeks living in Malaga. So really, really excited to be here. Back for the sunshine, back for the delicious foods and fruit and back for the sun and the sea. I have to put that in. <laughs> Absolutely. No, we're very fortunate in, with our food here. So I introduced you at the very beginning as an online visibility rock star. Mm. How did your personal story and transformation to becoming a rock star start? Oh, I love that. And I chose the name rock star because there are so many other common names that everyone uses. And as you can tell, I don't like looking or being like everyone. So I'm just, just like, yeah, rock star. And I like stars and I like rock. So just put them together. <laughs> and rock star is, let's say, a cooler name to a guru. Like guru is like, you know, everything. And I don't like that word at all. So I just picked rock star. But basically my story started on stage because I grew up in a theatrical family. So I come from a family of theater people. My grandmother was actually a very, very popular actress in Malta. And I was always in her shadows, always backstage, always in the curtains, always looking, you know, to see and studying lines and in plays. I was practically born on stage. My mom was as well and is still acting. So I just was brought up on stage. And interestingly enough, stage was my comfort zone. And then everyday life, growing up as a child, I was very quiet and very reserved. How, like, yes, there, there was a change. So theater was my 
my thing. I have to say it had, it started being a hobby and I was always very comfortable being on stage, being in the spotlight, speaking in front of people. Eventually I took up theater studies at the university of Malta and I studied in that direction. And I was a drama teacher for about 17 years where I helped children with confidence and, you know, standing up on stage and speaking out loud and stuff like that. Then I decided to go for a dream job that I always wanted. And I was a TV presenter for a while um, at my daily TV chat show, which ran nine months live every single day. It was a dream come true. And that is actually where I met my husband. So it was a really nice journey, always with the spotlight, always with, you know, sharing maybe with communicating with people, meeting people. And then from there, we moved to Ireland and I started my online business because there weren't many other options that I was enjoying. So when you have nothing else, you just start your dream, right? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Were there any business roadblocks as you started to create wondrous online women? And how did, if there were, how did you overcome them? Yes. So as you well mentioned, Wondrous Online Women stands for WOW. So it's, you know, the W, Wondrous, and then online, and then WOW. So that's WOW. So I aim for WOW. I try to have everything WOW. I believe that we are all WOW. But obviously to get there, we need to unveil and unravel. And yes, they were roadblocks because as I just mentioned with regards to being in Ireland, I wasn't exactly enjoying being back in a full-time job, which has nothing to do with my passions. So there was a phase where I ended up with my back against the wall and I said, okay, right, what do I love doing most? I think this is one of the questions, Ellie, that most people do not stop and ask themselves. They're just running every day, doing their everyday thing, and they don't realize if it's, if it's their passion, what they're doing, because maybe they studied for it. So they fell into it. And then they're like, you know, so I said, okay, since I have nothing in my hands right now, what lights me up? What was the time in my life that I absolutely loved? And I put together me loving helping people and me loving being in front of cameras when I had the TV program. Those are my two highlights. And I said, okay, how am I going to put these two things together? And actually the story at the time was that I was teaching part-time drama, but she let me go because after I got married, because in the meantime I also got married, I dyed my hair at the time, which was like turquoise teal, And when I came back, she was not very appreciative of my hair color and let me go. So I literally came back from honeymoon with nothing, thinking that I'm going to, you know, go back into the drama teaching and everything. So I went online and I said, right, who is successful? Is this a thing? Can I keep my hair colored or do I need to adhere to whatever everyone is doing? I was curious, you know, because I really, really liked it. It was just part of my joy. And I discovered that it's a possibility and you know how it is online and on social media when you start searching things, then they become ads on your newsfeed. And then I got a suggestion to try an online coaching course and I did and that's how I, it, it fell into my arms. And I think I tried to do the utmost out of it, but I have to remind everyone who's watching this, it came from not having anything, not knowing any people, just tapping into myself and saying, what do I love doing most? Yeah, I think that's yeah. the things I'd like to put across. Yeah, no, it's important to say that because a lot of people may think, well, it's okay for her because, you know, she, she found it quite quickly. I couldn't possibly do that because I need to have a regular job or whatever. So what would your tips be for starting something as maybe a 
a hobby or a side hustle, as they call them, to growing something into something that's much bigger. So what you have to find, first of all, is what you are passionate about. It could be anything from knitting, cooking, singing, horse riding, whatever it is. There is something that me and you love doing. And most probably when we do that, we will lose track of time. For, for me, it's talking. <laughs> so I'm careful with time today. So I really, really enjoy communicating, meeting people. That is my gift. I could talk and talk and talk. So I said, would this be a thing? With the talking, I also always loved making people positive and making people smile and making them happy. Not in a comedic sense, but in an uplifting sense. So actually, before Wondrous Online Women, when I was still working full-time a bit in Ireland, and then I had kind of a couple of odd jobs on the side to you know, be able to have some money coming in, I had just a page where I just was posting positive quotes and sharing videos of positivity. So this started way far from Wondrous Online Women being my online business. However, it was the step before. So if you are passionate with, let's say, knitting, let's just pick one. You can just open a page on Facebook. Everything is free. I'm picking Facebook. Could be any other social media, of course. And just share your passion and share maybe this knitting video that you saw that you were like, oh my goodness, that stitch is amazing. You know, so anything that really, really, when you watch it, or a particular quote that speaks to you, or a particular visual or image, just have your own page, give it a name that lights you up. At the time, mine was called True Colors, because I had colorful hair, and I also know that the phrase True Colors means to be really authentic. And I just used to post positive things and positive videos, and that's how I started. Everything was free. I connected with some people who were interested through an online platform that's called Zoom. And if you don't expand to the payment plans that they have, you can actually start even for free. So there are ways and means, and that's how I would start. Facebook page, start connecting with people through the post that you absolutely love, and then perhaps start connecting with these people, maybe using Skype or even Zoom. So yeah, yeah those are my immediate tips. Yeah, no, very good tips. Who or what is your business role model and why? Oh my gosh, I love this story. So as I already revealed, I had lost my job because my hair was colored. It was colored particularly. It was really like kind of a teal blue. I love the sea and those are the colors my hair had at the time. So when I lost my job, I really was at a crossroad. Should I honestly, without, you know, pride, go back to being a brunette and just get this job back so that I'll be able to have some money coming in? Or... Do I love it so much that I keep it? But is this a possibility for me to do something with it? So I honestly went on Google and I was like, successful woman with colored hair, you know? And this woman comes up. She actually is younger than me. Her name is Kimra Luna. And she's a billionaire and started from a mummy blog. And at the time, she sported blue hair. So I was like, hmm, okay, interesting. So I started following her. She actually has a rock star punk look as well. So, you know, with piercings and tattoos and she looks funky and fun, but she's a mother. So obviously she's caring. She's not like, you know, yeah, she is a complete woman who I was appealed to. So I was like, okay, started following this woman. And that is how we start, how I started. I realized that by being who I choose to be with colored hair, with this different look, with, you know, not being the normalness that people perhaps expect 
actually it's a positive thing because you stand out from the crowd especially in social media because they remember you the girl with the colored hair or something and that's how it started I was like yes and actually with this particular um, lady I mentioned Kim Raluna I ended up interviewing her few months down the line later on my own channel and it was I, I can't like I told you I was excited before this I was going in and out you know of that room very very often before because and she was just so relaxed and like me and you having a chit chat and actually we had chatted afterwards as well so I realized that even though we might put someone on a platform they are just normal people who perhaps decided to go for their dream before and then led the way or paved the way to more people like me and you. Yeah. So I really am grateful to this woman who allowed me to be myself. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Great. I'm seeing a theme at the moment where women are very successful working with somebody else and then they're launching their own business and the big word money comes becomes an issue so what would your top tip be based on your experience from having gone from a secure job to launching something that's new and innovative this is a very unlucky um let's say situation we find ourselves in because i feel no one at least in my case no one taught me value especially of self-worth zero you don't see it out there when in the education system no one ever taught me and with my particular religious background i was brought up with a lot of fear i'm not criticizing religion i'm just explaining that with what i had i was told to step back and fit in and never stand out too much and always bow your head and stuff like that so i actually was brought up in fear so i really feel this let's call it lack mindset this mindset of i never have enough and I won't have enough, I should not spend. Whereas to be able to grow something of yourself, you need to take risks for sure. And you need to be able to recognize that you are the only type of you that there is in the whole world. That is actually the biggest thing, the biggest realization every woman and man should understand when they start their online thing. No one can be like you. Even if you are teaching the exact thing like I am, you are not me and I am not you. And that is your power. I think we really underestimate that. So you, I would really suggest to start from there. When you really realize you're unique, you say, actually, my prices could be higher than any other person that someone would visit in a company. Why? Because you're freelance, you're giving one-on-one attention, you're giving, you know, your heart and soul, it's your own business. That starts gradually. But I think the biggest tip is to realize your gift, what you're really talented in, what brings you joy, what lights you up, but also to be daring enough and risk and invest in yourself. You don't know if you're going to get it right the first time. I didn't. However, the first investment I made with regards to coaching, I learned how I don't want to be as a coach, which is fair enough. And also a bit of platforms that you could be using. So, and then I stripped everything down, kept the skeleton of what I learned, got another coach that really, really lit me up. And then I said, okay, with this and this, and then me in the middle standing there, pasted it together and I created Wondrous Online Women. But it's really, really important that you realize that there's, there is no one else. Because in the beginning, I did go through, oh my goodness, there are so many coaches out there. How am I going to be different? And the main question, who dare I 
to go there and transform women to be the best version of themselves. That part really eats your brain and really tries to bring you down. And I link that a lot, Ali, to confidence. You really need to be so strong in who you are and what you do. And you also need to believe that there is an audience out there waiting for someone like you to give them a hand and help them up, to support them. Because I don't know how to do everything. So I come to you to be able to help me with what you are best doing best in because I don't know how to do everything. So that's why there's a variety of people doing different things. You really, really need to believe in yourself. And that is why you are unique. So I think those are the biggest tips. Yeah. And when you reach that, you do the investment. I think that is really, really, really hard. But it's really, really worth it because you are worth it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there's that wonderful saying, who are you not to? You said, who are you to, to be this coach person? But who are you not to be that coach? Exactly. I always believe someone is waiting for our message, especially on social media. There might be this. I, I, I would like to share a story, if, if that's okay, yeah. Ali. I yeah. never forget this that happened to me. I related nearly in every interview because it's very touching and it's something relatable. I like doing Facebook Lives. It's something I enjoy because, as I mentioned, I love being in front of camera. And it's a really good connection to find and create your audience. And I really didn't feel like one particular day doing a Facebook play, I was like, oh, rolling my eyes, you know, dragging my feet. I was like, you know what, actually, fine. I'm going to go to the park, sit on the swings, just swing along. I didn't feel like talking. I had a quiet mood, chucked the phone on the swing opposite, sat. I think I even shed tears. I kind of had one of those sensitive days, went live, switched it off, went back home. I'm actually getting shivers relating. I get a private message from this lady and she told me, Thank you. Oh my goodness. I, she said, thank you so much for your life today. From where I am, I couldn't take my two autistic boys out and they love swinging. They watched you and they really, you really made them smile. Have a nice day. Wow. I was in awe. Yeah. There was me thinking of me being so proud. I don't feel like talking. I'm not going to do it. Whereas someone needed to see it just to give them a smile. And every time this happens to me, I remind myself of, of this story and I say, someone out there needs to hear this because we do tend to go into, oh, I don't feel like, oh, why, why should I do this? Or maybe someone criticizes me. Okay, break all that down. What if someone needs you? What if someone is expecting your post? What if someone can't wait to see your post to give them a bit of motivation or smile? And that is one of the biggest stories that touched my heart. It was a very simple story, but very relatable. And you have a wonderful hashtag, choose love over fear. So it's interesting that the, the hashtag choose love over fear actually started with me preparing for an event that I created in Malta at the president's palace and the president herself, uh, she's a female, opened my event. So that was really a wow moment. And in preparation to my speech, I decided to speak about fear because I believe that fear is something we don't talk about enough especially us women, because we don't want to be vulnerable and we also think it's a weakness. But that's a topic for a different day. So in preparation, how I face my own fears to be able to speak in public about my grandma and not cry and stuff like that, I realize that every day we have a choice. We either choose to stand up or wake up in the morning and be scared and stay in our path of fear or path of despair or path of sadness, 
Or we can wake up and say, okay, what am I going to do today to love myself, to love my spouse, to love my partner, to love my children? That is always a choice. For me, it's not easy, but if you actually have to sit and look at it, every decision we make is always, am I choosing fear or am I choosing love? And by intuition, you immediately know, like for me in my stomach, I know if there's a heaviness feeling, I would be choosing fear. If there's a lighthearted feeling and I get warm around the heart area, that's usually choosing love. And it just became a hashtag because we went live during the event. It was on social media. It had really, really many views. And we just chose the hashtag choose love over fear because that's how I ended my speech. I ended my speech saying, if you remember nothing from my speech, because I talked for 10 minutes, just remember choose love over fear. And I think it's a really nice guide, like a little compass that someone can use on a daily basis, especially when they're in a dilemma. We have many, many different uh, decisions that we make every day and you can stop for two minutes and say, okay, right, I'm very confused right now. Why am I confused? Okay, is this confusion coming because I'm afraid that something's gonna happen of the unknown because I'm scared? Yeah, that's all fear. Or am I feeling, because fear, there's a nice quote that says, fear is excitement without breath. I really like that quote. Wow, okay. So excitement and fear are very, very similar feelings in the body. So sometimes we mix them up. So if you have excitement, but you're like, kind of like puppies, you know, there is breath involved. That is happiness. <laughs> so it's really, really interesting that they are so similar. So you say, right, is this decision out of love or out of fear? Most of the times, if we're getting anxious and we are kind of constricting ourselves, even physically, you start creating like a shell, you would realize it's actually fear. So then you stop and say, how can I change this? We all have the power to change. We all have the power to look at it from a different perspective. And you say, right, how can I love myself right now? Can I give myself two more days before I make a decision? Can I speak to someone to help me? Can I ask for help? That is a way of choosing steps to choose more love then let the fear crumble upon you and break you down. That's choosing love over fear. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. That's really nice. Thank you. And very useful too. Um, favorite book that you may have read in 2018 or 19, which made a difference to your life and why? Okay, so I don't know if this needs to be censored, but this is the title of the book. And the book is called Get Rich, Lucky Bitch. This book was suggested to me a while ago and it's, since as the title kind of reveals it's about money so get rich and it's a story of um, this lady called Denise Duffield Thomas she's Australian and she relates how everyone thought she was always lucky always getting what she wanted she then explains in the book how she manifested the things in her life and how we can do that too and at the time as I mentioned I was coming from a very lack mindset and I found it very hard to invest in myself. How dare I get four figures and put them in an online course? You know, this is unheard of. Because for me, it was really, really different from what I was used to. Four figures was what I earned monthly when I was back in Mall. Yep. So yep. it really, really was a big, big leap that they just go out and, you know, one click. And this was the book that really took me from my old mindset with regards to money, to starting opening windows and doors to understand about the abundant mindset around money. So that was kind of the first, and I really enjoyed the book. 
It's really simple. It was really mind revealing and mind boggling. And since then, I actually started my own online program about money because it's fascinating. And whatever I learned, I shared there as well. So Get Rich Like a Bitch by Denise Duffield Thomas. Brilliant. Thank you. You, apart from having a wow superpower, what is your other superpower? Okay, it's actually not mine. Everyone has it, but maybe mine is a bit different in the angle that I'm going to mention. Us women and our intuition is actually our superpower. We know all the time. However, our brain kicks in and we think we don't know. We are doubtful. We are anxious. If we really manage to silence everything and just be aware, our intuition is our superpower. Mine takes a bit of an angle or a tangent. So my superpower is whilst I would be just chatting around with you, you would have mentioned a couple of things along the conversation that I would say, oh my goodness, Ali is really good at this. She's not realizing, is she? Okay, it has nothing to do with her work line. However, from how she mentioned it six times till now, I can tell she's really passionate. Because when, when you talk to someone, especially when you don't know them, they automatically just talk in a way without stopping or without borders or boundaries in a positive way. So they, they, stop, they don't stop themselves. They talk about dreams. And, and I like asking the question, instead of how are you, I like asking, what are your dreams? So what are your dreams? They start sharing. So I have that, that little gift that from connecting with a person, being in touch with my intuition, I can, I can tell what their gift is and the potential where they can take that gift and what to do with it. So a bit of a wow angle of my intuition, I guess, but we all have it. You should all try it. Yeah. yeah. Something you will do in 2019 to overthink less and flow more. <laughs> I love this phrase. I actually have it on a t-shirt. I love it that much. So one of the biggest things that I have already done is actually like crossing fingers, crossing hands and toes and everything and changing and moving again. So I, there is no comfort zone here. I don't know what's going to come for me. I don't know many people, but I just wanted to be in the sun and the sea and full of love. I, choose love over, I chose love over fear. So that already I've done. And I think in 2019, what I like to do is go closer to my ultimate dream which is speaking on stages, inspiring women to get out of their comfort zone and believe in themselves and do whatever they're dreaming of and not wait for, you know, the apple to fall from the tree because no one's going to do it for you unless you do it for yourself. So I would love to be on stages, inspiring women. Let's, let's call it Tony Robbins style. <laughs> Aiming high, perhaps, but I mean, it's called wow for a reason. So connecting with women and yeah, making them believe they are wow as well. Amazing. So how can women connect with you? Yes. So the best and easiest method that I look at every single day is on social media. I use mostly Facebook. So I have my own page, Angel Christina, or you could also find Wondrous Online Women. You could also find it through Angel Christina and also through my website, wondrousonlinewomen.com. So they're all very easy. They're all Wondrous Online Women. However, the spelling of Wondrous might be a bit tricky. There's no E. So if you're confused, Angel Christina with pink hair is only me. So. <laughs> but we can leave the link so that they'll be able to find. So that's, that's in, uh, in short how you'll be able to connect with me. 
Wonderful, thank you. And thank you, Angel, Christina. It's been a joy to talk to you today. It's a pleasure to meet you in person too. And I look forward to meeting you again soon. Yes, thank you so much for creating the space for sharing all these lovely and inspirational women, not about me, but also the others who have been on this, on this series. And also for yourself that you are able to hold the space for us to be able to shine. Thank you for this opportunity again. Thanks, Andrea. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this interview. If you're a woman who's living in Spain or a woman who's thinking about moving to Spain, come and join us at costawomen.com. It's completely free to join. Please also come and follow us on YouTube or listen to our recordings via Spotify. Just look for Costa Women Make It Happen.